Director of Alfred and Tuna Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio, my guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making one of his monthly appearances. One of his monthly appearances is a contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball and also a human monster, Dane Perry. If you're familiar with any of Dane Perry's appearances on the program, you are also aware uh, that each of them begins with a disclaimer, a disclaimer not unlike the one that follows. If you have come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the sort of crack analysis that is available at that site's electronic pages, please do not continue to listen. Please regard instead Dave Cameron's, managing editor Dave Cameron's weekly appearances in which he analyzes all baseball. Uh, Turn your attention perhaps to Kyla McDaniel's roughly weekly appearances in which he analyzes all baseball prospects. Both sorts of episodes are full of uh, much in the way of analytical nourishment. That's the sort of uh, thing you're after. No, instead, uh, what follows uh, features no sort of nourishment at all. In fact, Dane Perry is, is like a, a, a giant human empty calorie. He is the high fructose corn syrup of humanity. That's what we have here in Dane Perry. In a conversation uh, roughly an hour long with Dane Perry is the thing that follows. It follows this introduction. It also follows a word from our sponsor. The sponsor is Draft. Draft and the Draft app. Are you familiar with DraftKings and or FanDuel? Those are both daily fantasy sports games. Draft is also a daily fantasy sports game. Notable, however, because it is the first of its sort to be designed for mobile devices, exclusively and truly for mobile devices. How easy is it to play? Might Some might say too easy. All you do is find within uh, the draft universe either a stranger or a friend that you know. You conduct a snake draft, you select five players, and then those players accrue fantasy points until there is a result. And one of you has won, and one of you has not won. Are you confident in your abilities? Then you can wager American dollars. That's the sort of opportunity Draft is providing you. Now, one, uh, if you've listened to, the, to me deliver this sponsor's message before, you might say, Carson, the baseball season is done. The regular, base, the regular season of baseball is done. Well, I'm aware of this. In fact, uh, my job is to write about baseball. So if I weren't, I would be unqualified uh, for yet another reason for the position I held. But guess what? Know this. Draft offers also opportunities to perform such uh, snake drafts in uh, NFL football, in college football, in uh, NHL hockey, NHL hockey, and I believe uh, NBA basketball too. I believe NBA basketball. Uh, so the, those uh, you have. What are you going to do? Not watch any sports over the winter? No, you probably find yourself uh, watching one of these sports. And why not lose money while doing it? And even if you lose, you're still paying for the thrill that only chance provides, the capital C chance. Anyway, so what we've done here is, uh, oh, yes, Draft is an app. You can get it uh, at the App Store. You can get it uh, at Google Play. Go do that. There's also a link to it, the post, uh, the post of which the, this edition of the the, uh, the podcast appears. Okay, so that is done. Now that has been a sponsor's message. I've already introduced you to Dane Perry, and now allow me to further introduce you to Dane Perry. It is Fangraphs Audio featuring that same Dane Perry, and it begins right now. Necessary business? Uh, yeah, you know. Was it work related or family related, Dane? Just uh, <laughs> you know, life related, Stewie. Okay. You know, trying to conduct a life here. I know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Speaking yeah. of conducting, I learned I learned recently that um, <clears throat> I have a near uh, total a loss of hearing in my left ear. Is this a recent development, or, are you, or is this? 
I think so. I had a couple of uh, operations on it, procedures on it when I was a younger person. Okay. Uh, and it, for example, it burst when I was seven years old, and I had to have it repaired. Okay. And it's kind of it's just a the ear, a little bit of a the ear. Were you ever trampled by a hoofed beast? <laughs> Stop talking about my dad. Oh, Stewie. Yeah. Uh, or no, would my mom have been funnier? I think my mom would have been funnier. Maybe. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What I want to say is that, uh, yeah, I've had problems with it since. And uh, I had recently um, took an audiogram. Okay. Or I was subjected to an audiogram. In either case, my left ear failed. But the problem is... Or the the word the the reason it's relevant is because the problem is merely conductive, which means because they could test your hearing two ways they test it through the ear itself and then there's some sort of like orbital maybe no it's not the orbital bone but it's whatever some sort of bone that that's the eye bone yeah it's not that it's something else anyway they know that like I have the capacity and hole huh what are uh, there's three bones inside your ear. Yeah, but it's not even one of those. It's somehow like below it. Anyway, the point is that I have the capacity to hear, but it's a, a conductive problem means that something is uh, going pubic up. bone. It's yeah, they do. They hook it up right to your pubic bone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where do I where do I have this done? <laughs> it's a very special procedure. Yeah. Yeah. Is this some massage parlor? <laughs> it was, yeah. But the ending was less happy than I was hoping for because <laughs> they, they told me I can't hear. And uh, you don't need a moist towelette to clean up after that. Yeah, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? You just It's just you wipe yourself off with the floor, metaphorically. Yeah. And then, uh, so, so what about the bone? Uh, the, they're able to test your hearing. It essentially tests, like, how well you could potentially hear. But I have a bunch of my left – somewhere in the, my middle ear. Right. Is your potential? Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I I just have, I, you know, I was thinking about this. I could get a procedure done. Perhaps I will have a procedure done. Yeah. First of all, I had it. I've had one done before, and it uh, it got used up. <laughs> Whatever was fixed got used up. And <laughs> I'm heading into, for all intents and purposes, the second half of my life at this point, right? Yeah, or final third. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Provided you know something I don't, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know that joke by Stephen Wright? He says, uh, "He says I know oh, I'm putting comedians." Oh, great! <laughs> this is your favorite. I know I'm gonna. I know when I'm gonna die because my birth certificate has an expiration date. Oh, that's a pretty good joke. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. And it, guess what? It turns out not being able to hear perfectly uh-huh. does not really. It's not really a huge negative. Well, are you concerned at all that the Obamacare death panels will <laughs> learn of your compromised state and defy and decide that you're expendable? Uh, I I wasn't until this moment. Okay, yeah. But now, now oh, I look over my shoulder. Yeah. Keep keep. Uh, I'd watch my top knot if I were you. Yeah. Well, I might. Uh, you know, it's sort of one of those things that uh, if you're with another person, right? Yeah, and you're being yeah. and you're being chased by a bear, say, yeah, an angry bear. Yeah. Say, say it's a she bear, and you've just you, <laughs> just insulted Elijah. Yeah, so you just yeah. insulted Elijah. Yeah. And there's a there's a single she bear running after you and your your partner. It doesn't matter 
you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the person with whom you're traveling. Correct. And yeah. maybe that person is naturally faster than you, but if you kicked him to the ground, much like a much like a Hungarian photographer might be might do to a Syrian refugee. Yes. <laughs> have you seen this footage? I, <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. Utterly <laughs> remarkable. Utterly remarkable. Yeah, I know. It's just. Yeah. yeah. That's just. Hungary really is that, not. That's, that's journalism, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is that, is that, I think that's the sort of journalism <laughs> where, um, who's this, uh, drug addled one who, uh, participated in gonzo journalism? Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson, right. Uh, he would look at that and, and he would say, that's extreme. That's a yeah, little, right, yeah. That's yeah. embedded journalism. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. equally embedded. Yeah. yeah. That, that photographer can report with certainty that certain people on the front lines are kicking Syrian refugees. <laughs> she could interview herself. Yeah. Right. Now, what's it like to trip a refugee who's carrying a child? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, allow me to, allow yeah. me to tell you. Feels yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, uh, ah. it just happened, I guess. Those Hungarians do not want Syrians in their country. <laughs> they do not. They're pretty sure about it. <laughs> they thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> they talked about it over dinner. And yeah. they decided they did not want it. <laughs> it's like they had, a, they had a family conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we need to decide. Mm-hmm. Are we going to let these... Mortally desperate people in, or yeah. are we going to trip them as they carry their children? Yeah. All in favor of tripping? Yes. Say, All the, right. equi- say the equivalent of I in Hungarian? Tough but fair. All right. <laughs> Tough but fair. Uh, my, my, my grandfather always says fair, firm, and warm, but this is only... <laughs> it's only, it's definitely one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to... Yeah. Not all of them, I don't think. Have uh, you ever? Did you ever have? Because uh, wait, am I am I kidding myself when I remember that your father is a preacher? Is that true? That is correct. Um, did you ever? Did you have family dinners over which important matters were discussed? Uh, we we had definitely had family dinners. Okay. Um, around a table or or with the around television? a table? Okay. Yeah. But I don't recall a lot of, uh, like world events being discussed. Well, no, but, no, but even just like, f- like family matters, family business. Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, you know. It's now time to conduct family business. Yeah, you need to get those grades up. They know, yeah. that, they didn't say that to your brother, I'm assuming. No, I mean, he's a doctor, yeah. 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 They were looking right in your eyes, Dane. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever say, what's your brother's name, sorry? Uh, Steve. Steve, were they ever say, did they ever say, did these words ever come out of eyes that are of your parents' mouth? Why can't you be more like Steve? <laughs> did they ever say that to you? I'm not, I would not be shocked. It, it was, uh, it was, it was in their disapproving nods. Yeah. I like that. The, the mm-hmm. shake of the head. Or a phone call you had with them last week. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then it's going to post part of that on it. <laughs> Uh, from a not from any particular address, right? 
But I know, I know where it's from. Yeah, you do. You could tell the handwriting, even though they've tried to conceal it. They always deny it. Uh huh. Oh no, no, we didn't. No. Yeah. No. No. Ah, uh, yeah. So, Stuy, how are you? Um. Uh. Yeah, you're doing well. Doing well. I have a. Uh, I have a half marathon this Sunday. Isn't you're running it? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You surprised, Dane? I, I am surprised by that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My wife arranged us uh, for us to run. I happened. She says this is not how it happened. This is very clearly, in my opinion, how it happened. Okay. I said. I said idly, and in that sort of way that you agree to, you you make obligations that are in the future. Yeah. I said I would like to. Uh, she'd run a half marathon before. I said I would like to do that with you at some point. Okay. And then the next day, I received confirmation. Of uh, my registration in the the main marathon, the half marathon part. Okay. Of it. Yeah, yeah. She says that's not how it occurred, but well, else? I think it's uh, I think it's fair either way. You're the one who said that. Yeah, it's true. But I, but you know how you if, if it's months in the future for me, I know yeah. I will commit to I will commit to almost anything if it is months in the future. Okay. Abstract. I just have an abstract notion of it. Yeah, I'm the sort of person who might do that at some point. Yeah, well, maybe this will teach you a little something about doing that. Yeah, well, so any case, yeah, i got to run because i got to run. So, through. When is this marathon? Half marathon, I should say? When is it? When, yes. It is on Sunday. Sunday. Have you been training, Sisterly? I have been training, actually. Okay. Yeah, I have been training. I want to finish, lest I'm in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I want to finish. I'm shooting for sub two hour time. That seems to be like a decent target. Yeah, that's, that seems quite uh, quite reasonable. Yeah. Huh? So we'll see. What yeah, happens. Do you intend to smoke your wife? <laughs> no, I do not. No. I do not. No. And she. This is. Are you going to be a lovely couple and like pace yourself to run with each other, or? No, she's going to run ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. So she's going to beat your time. Yes, she will. Okay. Oh, impressive. Right. Yeah, yeah, she no, she runs all the time. Okay. She runs. She comes back sometimes, especially usually on a Sunday. Is she'll come back? I say like she'll leave before I wake up. Oh, that's. I, I, I won't even entirely know where she is, and then uh, like she'll wake me up when she comes home. I say, oh, did you just get up? She said, no, I just ran twelve miles. Oh. That's that's not. I mean, it's amazing that she respects you. <laughs> it, okay, uh, stay with you. No, I think I don't know. I think that at a certain point you just realize that the the inconvenience of divorce yeah. <laughs> outweighs any sort of outweighs its value. You know. I'm obviously going to outlive this slug, so I might as well just <laughs> tough it out. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that she because not. I don't think a lot would necessarily be gained for her from from divorcing me. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't have to see me every day, but she doesn't see me from. Large swaths of the day already as it is, and she, she takes sex tours of Europe a lot, right? She yep. She'll go. She'll for. She'll spend a month, for example, in the south of France. Yeah. Sans sans Marie, and that's yeah. me. I'm her Marie. She sans me. Yeah. And uh, another service I provide is I take care of our of our little dog. Right. I'm you know I'm the primary caretaker of it, but she's able to when she comes home she'll she can greet the dog and yeah. nuzzle it. Uh-huh. And uh, perhaps be nuzzled. I don't know. There's a lot of nuzzling, you know. Sure. But she doesn't uh she takes she she takes the dog out once per day and I take her out the other six. 
Six. How many times have you taken this? Seven times? It's a, it's just a tiny dog. It's got a small bladder. Yeah. All right. So still like, six times a day. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. Well, you, I saw how you do, you, well, you had that backyard. You just let, let your dog out. You well, we're in a now, still like. Huh? We're in a condo now, still like. Yeah, what is that? What's the, what does that mean? We live in a condo and don't have a backyard. How many walks do you do? Uh, four. Four. Yeah. Okay. So what, every four hours, roughly? You know, roughly, yeah. Yeah, roughly, okay. Yeah. No, that's not a, that's not a possibility. We can leave, we can leave our dog alone for longer than that. But if she's like kind of awake, that's, and she sees you, she'll, I mean, she just becomes, she becomes very annoying until you take her out. Okay. Yeah. That's just how it is. I'm not, you know. I understand. It's good though. It gets me, uh, it rouses me a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, I was gonna. Well, how are you, Dane? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm all right, man. I'm doing all right when it comes to doing all right. Yeah. So, how yeah. is your How's your work schedule, Dane? Uh, demanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, getting some coffee over here. Doing. <laughs> how you doing back there? All right. Did you uh, did you grind the beans yourself, hand grinder, Dane? I don't do that crap anymore. Mm. Already ground. Done with that nonsense. <laughs> I I thought that uh, doesn't even taste different. Have you ever have you ever ground coffee beans, Dane, by uh, by taking the beans and then scrabbling them up in your chops? <laughs> have you ever scrabbled them up in your chops, Dane? Yes. 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 I've also hammer fisted them. <laughs> hammer hammer fisted. Yeah. Related to ham fisted? Related to ham fisted? Uh. No. Okay. Hammer fist is more of a technique. Ham fist is a uh, indication of clumsiness. I, well, I yeah, a ham fisted maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. Although having hams for fists. <laughs> Yeah, I think we might have discussed this before. That'll, 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 that'll land you on the Obamacare death panel. <laughs> no doubt about that. It does it, you know, even if we have addressed it before, I think it's one of those sorts of things you can revisit. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, regular discussions about having hands for fists. <laughs> hands for fists. Yeah. Would that make you a better or worse fighter? It would certainly, it would, you would exercise some sort of psychological power over your opponent. Well, yeah, the element of surprise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I... Whoa, dude, dude, you have hams for fists. Boom! Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would slow you down. I'm assuming these weigh as much as regular hams, you know. Yeah, right. Like a, you know, Christmas ham, you know, that's it's got a little, little heft to it. Yeah, right. right. It's a dense meat. Yeah. <laughs> it's got yeah. superior yeah. density. It used to be a piggy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's it. I always think of, when I think of ham-fisted, I always think of, uh, like in the old Looney Tunes cartoons, you know, you have your, I don't know, Bugs Bunny. I don't know who's a part of the entire universe, but I think it's the Bugs Bunny universe. And you, their meat is always portrayed in the same way. Yeah. It's smooth and rounded yeah. and then comes to a perfect like bone and it, you know, it's a drumstick, but it's also a ham would be rendered the same way. I feel like it's like, yeah, 
chopped off toward yeah. the end. Yeah. So you can see like the the bone. Yeah, you yeah. can see the bone. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ham fisted. Ham fisted. Just fists for hams. Hams for fists. Yeah. yeah. What if a how's, ham? How's Fangrass treating you, Stewie? You know, pretty good. I, I, I'm doing a lot of work in an editorial role, and I enjoy it because I, I'm able to have um, frequent correspondence with, with my colleagues. Oh, that's good. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. It's a, it's a social aspect of the job, so I don't feel the, I don't feel the crushing isolation. Yeah. Of, of working from home. But I would again like to emphasize that there's too much content. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if you said that. If you, I, that might have been something you suggest. You said off the air last time, Dane. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it on the air. I'm you're pulling it. You're ta- You're making it. You're turning it off. You've. There's some phrase I could say here. Yeah. What it, is it? It used to be off. Now it's on the air. You've dragged yeah. it onto the air. I dragged it howling from the vaults <laughs> onto the air. Yeah. See, Fangraphs is a side I love. Yeah, you love it. I do. Former employer. Still, still what? Uh, slightly, imp- I think you are. Are you not remunerated for these appearances? Uh, I, I receive a, uh, a pittance. I, re- I receive a courtesy appearance fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 $47,000 per show. <laughs> um, and Fangraphs, in addition to enjoying it, it is a site I feel I need to read. Mm-hmm. For for purposes of uh, professional uplift, right? Professional obligation. Yes. Uh, what are you doing there? You are you making hamburger patties? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there's a uh, no. I'm, I'm bending something that I don't really know what it is exactly. Right, we'll, we'll, uh, just a tick here going on, you know. Okay, all right. It is a little bit. It does make a noise. It does make an yeah. audible noise. Oh, listen to this. <laughs> That's the same thing. Okay. The approach there. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Good to see you're exploring the space, Dane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. It's an auditor- auditory experiment. Yeah. Okay. I hear it. So you think you think there are too many? How many? What's the ideal number of posts for you, Dane? A uh, few, many fewer than. Is presently happening. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have roughly, I don't know, I would say seven to nine per day. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little much. Some of them you can ignore. For example, I'm sure you could feel free to ignore the ones. I do ignore. I'm not going to tell you which writers I regularly ignore mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a gentleman. Uh-huh. Uh, but there are some writers. Oh, it's it's by him. Tee-hee. Next. What? Yeah. Is it, does it give you a sense of... Bauer, Dane? <laughs> yeah, oh, I can skip this one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. So that's my thoughts on that's those are my thoughts on Fangrass. Hmm. Yeah. I've just received a feverish message from uh from Enoceris. Uh oh. Apparently <laughs> I mean I've just gone to his chat. It says unfortunately this event has reached a capacity set by the host. Wow. <laughs> Too many people over at the Enoceris party. Wow. Does he, uh, who, who decides? I don't know. The fire codes on this thing. <laughs> I don't know what the capacity is. Well, what did he do? What did Dane, what did Enoceris do? There's a big exclamation mark. He's yeah. trying to create a 
false sense of demand for his chats by not letting people in. I'm gonna. I have to respond. He's he's a little bit upset. He's anxious. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just a little editorial work here. I yeah. I understand. Okay. Um. <clears throat> wait. No worries. He says. Okay. The uh, um. Yeah. I did. Uh, you know. Sometimes we uh, we we plumb the uh, the darker uh, the darker. Yeah. Experiences of life. I have a. I have something to. Okay. Along those lines, the uh, this is not this is not the dark part. Uh, but recently, my wife was with. Uh, she is a, an assistant coach for the cross country team, to okay. school, which she's a she's a teacher, and she was out on a trail with them. I think it was like a they were doing a hiking day, you know, sort of a day between longer runs, and she fell, and uh, just below her knee, she received a gash. Okay. A, a bloody gash. Sorry to hear this. That required uh, it, re- it would require medical attention. So when oh. she came home, I drove her to the emergency room. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she ended up needing five stitches. Wow. For a All gash. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It was. Okay. It was. It was bad, but it was not. Uh, it, there was no. It was not life threatening, and she was not even in really a great deal of pain. Probably the greatest pain was when the doctor had to apply uh, injections of novocaine, or not novocaine, whatever it is. You know, pain. Lidocaine. Light. Li- say it again. Lidocaine. Lidocaine. Is that a? That's a common. That's the one that stings. Yeah, right. It stings going in, but then then she could, uh, you know, she could administer the, mm-hmm. the stitches, right? While my wife is, and I'm sitting next to my wife though, to uh, keep us kind of part of the contract with marriage, you know. Right. I'll go. I'll participate in this with you, even though you shouldn't have fallen over while you were walking. Yeah. And a woman came in who was definitely in pain. Okay. She had – I heard her story a number of times because she had to tell it to you know, nurses and doctors. Essentially what had happened – she was an older woman. I would say early 60s. Mm-hmm. And she had somehow, going down her stairs, had fallen and uh, uh, to a landing that was maybe three stairs below her. She had stuck out her right arm and the – I guess it had just essentially crumbled beneath her force. Ouch. Yeah, like around the elbow area, maybe just above it. But when she came in, she was making, she was producing a noise that you do not commonly hear. Yeah. Coming from a human, it was sort of a. I mean, it almost sound like laughing is what I'm trying to to tell uh-huh. you. It sounded yeah. a, a laughing, sobbing noise, and she she was delirious with pain, is what I would say. And eventually, I think they treated her with some sort of. Uh, painkiller so that she was able to, you know, calm down. But, yeah. uh, it was, it was dark. It was dark. And the story kept getting worse. It was like somehow, I, oh, I don't know. Like she, somehow she, oh yeah, she didn't have health care, I heard her say. Yeah. And she was on some other sort of medication too that she, for like another terrible malady at the same time. And my wife and I are just looking at each other, <laughs> like, "Oh man, we've really brushed up against it here. We really brushed Glad up against we're not her, huh? Glad we're not her. Yeah, that's that's the exact feeling that you have. You say yeah. this is because I spend most of my day regretting, um, not wanting to be me, mm-hmm. Dane. And then I, yeah. yeah, but then I said, I said, well, for this brief moment, uh, I'll take." 
uh, I'll take me. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, if it, she was making noise. I was wondering if you ever came across anyone where you just, uh, who's, who you witnessed them, uh, experiencing an injury. I'm not talking about, you know, like you're watching on television, someone has an injury. Like, if you like, if you ever seen someone engulfed by pain in that sort of way. I'm sure that I have. I'm trying to think here. Uh, I didn't witness it, but I had an uncle who got hit by a stingray. Hit hit by a stingray? Like yeah, barbed by a stingray. Hmm. How's that? Does that is that something that happens in Mississippi? Well, yeah, on on the Gulf Coast. Cause okay. He, he went floundering with my dad and older brother. Okay. And oh, your older brother Steve. Yes. 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 Now is this the sort of trip they said? Uh, no, Steve. You know, there, there's another part of the story, and yes, there was a bit of heroism on his part, of course. Oh, no, no, is there really? Yeah, yeah. Was this a trip that um, you you and your brother were both allowed to go to, provided your report cards were good enough? Well, my brother is 15 years older than I am, mm-hmm. so we never really. Uh, you didn't overlap. He was pretty much out of the house by the time I was. Uh, so he's even good at being older than you. Yes, he's much better at that. <laughs> and he's yeah. re- he's re- yeah. retained that level. Yeah, he's always the- been a man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why can't you be 15 years older like your brother? Yeah, exactly. Did your parents ever say that to you? They'll probably outlive me, too, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there are reasons, Dane. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, lifestyle? Yeah, I, 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 have, I have a exceptionally healthy lifestyle, still. <laughs> yeah. Back off. What about the radon that's constantly attempting to invade your house? That doesn't do anything. Okay. It's all right, man. All right, so what? So so wait, how did your brother? So your brother? They were so floundering. You, they were, what does that mean? Looking for flounders? Well, you like when it's low tide mm-hmm. on the beach, you you know you shuffle along in the uh, tide pools there, and you have a gig with you. A gig, which is basically a spear on the end of a stick. Uh, Can you throw the gig? No, you stab flounder with it. You don't throw it. You hold on to it and you just right. try and... Yeah, you gig it, yeah. The gig. Two gig. It's a verb gig. as well. You gig him, boy! <laughs> okay. Wait, does this involve at the end of it your brother peeing on your uncle's leg? No, no. That's jellyfish. Oh, okay. Right. Doesn't help stingray. Oh. Um. My doctor said it, that it... He, the reason he was doing it was because of my ear infection. <laughs> he said it, he said, no, this will clear right up. This will clear right up, boy. Woo-wee. Should I contact some sort of bureau? Should I contact the bureau? I've been you all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, all right, so. You, you're supposed to shuffle along your feet, so if you come up on a stingray, you bump it and it'll swim off. Mm-hmm. If you step on a stingray, it'll flip out and Get you and get you. It'll yeah. gig. It'll gig you. Right. Yes. In its own way. Yeah. So my uncle was uh, one assumes stepping instead of shuffling. Should have been shuffling. Yeah. And he stepped on a stingray, and it got him. And he like realized it and said, "Oh gosh, I just got hit." Yeah. And, and like he said, like imagine the most excruciating pain you've ever felt like times 100. And he was essentially like screaming and crying. He's a pretty tough dude. Yeah, tough guy. Yeah. And just like hysterical pain. And like my brother had to essentially carry him all the way back. 
uh, all the way to the car, and they went to the emergency room, and he was like, uh, he's wailing. The venom got in certain spots or something, which complicated the healing, and he was like bedridden for like months and all this stuff, and yeah, just from this one incident. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to say, you know, in every every one of our choices, we're at least we at least consider um, casually, if not expressly, the, both the risk and the reward. You know, yep. in most yep. decisions we make. Uh, you know, the risk reward is, oh, I'm going to make a ham sandwich. Well, the right. reward is sort of ham sandwich and the risk is pretty limited, right? Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe it affects your blood pressure or whatever, cholesterol, I don't know. But my point is, it's not very high. Now, this one though, here's, no, let's look at the reward first. The reward is you gig, flounder. you gig a flounder. Delicious flounder. You yeah. keep, the, do you keep the flounder after that? Well, yeah, you eat it. Yeah. Okay. You 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 eat it. Um, the so you keep you eat you keep a you keep a flounder and then but let's 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 review the risk. Yes. You experience a pain, the extent of which you, you hitherto thought impossible. Yes. <laughs> it's like your leg is giving is 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 having a baby. Is that sort of pain? Or having ten babies? It does not seem. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you also have to factor into it the probability of that occurring. Yeah, I would think obviously this. You know, obviously if this happened all the time, no one would flounder. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's probably a rarity. Right. Then again, you have to adjust for miss. Sometimes uh, I know you don't necessarily know him, but Kyla McDaniel. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a lead prospect analyst, Fangraphs.com. He also makes a weekly appearance. I don't him enough with the plug, you know. Fangraphs Audio. He, uh, I, I sometimes I have to because he says intelligent things, but then he also says things that are repugnant. Okay. <laughs> repellent. He says things that are repellent, but then I also have to. I what I do is I adjust for the fact that he's that he's born and raised in Florida. Okay. Oh, is he in North Florida? Yeah, I think I think he's from Tampa, the Tampa area. Uh, okay, that doesn't really count. But my point is that I that after you adjust for Florida, not unlike you would adjust for context in a baseball, you know, baseball offense, defense, whatever, um, then you say, well, oh yeah, that's actually overall he's pretty reasonable for a person from Florida. Right. You know, it's he can't necessarily, he's not able to control that aspect. Yeah. And uh, so we're we're doing here is floundering. You say, well, yeah, people flounder, but those people are also from Mississippi. So it, it does not necessarily make it a wise decision. Right. Then sure. again, they are the victims of their own their own birthplace. Yeah. yeah. How'd your yeah. family get to Mississippi? Do you know? Uh. Yeah. What are you asking me? How did your family get to Mississippi originally? I mean, they're, are they from Scotland or something? From Alabama. And uh, my. Are you are you asking like? How did they settle there? Where did they settle first? Where did the Perrys come from? Uh, England. <laughs> settled in, I uh, believe, South Carolina. That makes sense. Sure. Old colonies there. Charleston, there etc. Quakers. They were Quakers? Some of them were Quakers and were conscientious objectors to the Civil War, so they were run off. Hmm. They were like run out of town, and I think they went to Arkansas, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. A place where no one would want to find them. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you have family from Alabama too. 
My parents are from Alabama. <laughs> you really got you got the uh, <clears throat> not unlike uh, you know ten fifteen years ago, uh, Barry Zito, Tim Hudson, and Mark Mulder. You really have the big three in terms of illiteracy, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> well, hey, yeah. My brother was born in Tennessee. Uh huh. My sister was uh, born in Louisiana. And you guys have really yeah. And obviously, they lived in Georgia for a bit. Yeah, just to uh, just to lock it down. Is there Never. a name for those? I mean, you call them southern states, but like for example, I live in the New England region, and then there's Mid Atlantic. Is that just called the South? I mean, is that are there different? Or do they break themselves up? I assume you know, that's the South Carolinas. Encapsulates, you know, states that seceded. I suppose you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's like the Deep South, which would be. Probably the Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, North Florida. Obviously, they're not going to claim Miami. Right. Um, that, that I would call the Deep South, and that uh, that is the real South, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tennessee and South Carolina and North Carolina people can just, just you know. Not for you. Hitch you your think? wagon to some other region. <laughs> you don't belong here. Louisiana, though, is a bit uh, is a bit of its own sort of cultural phenomena. Too, oh yeah, sometimes yeah, it's you know, French. French. They have Napoleonic codes. There. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Louisiana. I. I. Uh, I have a deep, deep. Now, let me tell you something, boy. I'm a Mississippi boy, and I'm proud of it. Okay. You, yep. I, yeah. You've informed me. I have a deep seated. Uh, Rivalry, if you will, with Louisiana and Alabama. I don't care for them. Those, you don't care for those states? No, not at all. Is it one of those? Is it? Is it because they're so similar that it's that you need to hate them in in order to distinguish yourself from them? They think they're not, and they are. Well, okay. So it's a, but is Mississippi is the revolt of it's the result of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. They put on airs. Okay. Yeah. Is one of those airs a? Uh, Having a high school diploma? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have an emergency room story. Okay. Would you like to hear an emergency room so story? So is your uncle is your uncle okay in the in the end? Yeah, this was like this was probably more than thirty years ago. Yeah. And your brother lift your brother with his well toned muscles carried yeah. him all the way to a hospital, you said. Yes. Yes. Miles. Yeah. Not unlike the, the final scene of from true grit. Yes. Okay. Here's how. Here's how. Uh, my brother grew up in uh, Moss Point, Mississippi. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great name. Where I lived until I was eight and moved to Gulfport. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is more going on in Gulfport. A bit, you know. I'm not trying to say it's a metropolis, but there's more going on there. Yeah. Moss Point. All they care about is high school football. Okay. My brother played on the one of the legendary teams in the 70s, mm-hmm. and it was like when he would go back to games, it was like conquering hero, <laughs> and it was so obnoxious. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then, like, there was, like, we went to a game one time. This has been years ago, but, like, there was, like, a halftime recognition for would all the players from the great 1974 Moss Point Tiger team please come down to the field. <laughs> yeah. But come on. 
it's funny because there's there's so many other reasons why your brother deserves recognition. Right. Correct. That's what I seize upon now. Oh. Yeah, like being a like being a doctor, like a doctor who helps people. Let me let me say this. Or for his fantastic wealth. He is a lovely man. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I. That's the problem. That's the problem. You're, Gentleman through and through. Mm-hmm. I love him and adore him. But he's doing better at this than I am. He sired. He sired uh, talented children. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing better at this than I am. <clears throat> All right. Let's move on to your emergency room story. Oh yeah, emergency room story. Is this after you? Uh, is this after a cutting episode when when your brother? No. Is this shortly after your brother was recognized on the, the field <laughs> at halftime from Moss Point? You took to cutting to 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 receive attention from your parents. Yeah. Okay. I jumped off the I jumped out of the stands onto a car. No. Yeah. 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 All right. Um this would have been, I don't know, ninety ninety five maybe. Mm-hmm. I smoked a tremendous amount of weed. <laughs> and I began having heart palpitations. <laughs> Are you, in, uh, uh, are you a college student at this point? Out of college? I, I think I was grad school. I <laughs> <laughs> do grad school. Okay. And uh, good. my friend, who shall remain nameless, uh-huh. worked like worked on like the staff of the governor. Mm-hmm. And so, and he was partaking with me. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, in my paranoid state, I was like, oh, my God, it was laced with cocaine or something. All right, yeah. Dying, you know. Well, your heart, your heart was palpitating, like skipping, essentially, right? Like racing, like, yeah, like okay. uncontrollable, <laughs> yeah, rapid heartbeat. Yeah. So he took me to the emergency room. And uh, while there, he uh, ran into someone he knew. <laughs> And you know he has me there, like oh my god, from the cap from the Capitol building. It's something like that, yeah. yeah. Somehow work related, yeah. And then like at that point, like the triage nurse was like, "What's wrong, sir?" or something like that. And like in my head, like obviously I'm not in a proper state. Uh-huh. And it was like, I need to tell her what's wrong. Yeah. And I also need to confess what I've done. You know, I need to atone for what I've done to myself. Uh-huh. And so I, like, bellowed. <laughs> I have been smoking marijuana. <laughs> ringing, ringing throughout the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Throughout the halls of whatever... Uh, probably said something like, oh, he's, you know, had too much coffee or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't hang out with drug users, you know. <laughs> and... His obviously his uh, his story fell apart at that point, <laughs> and I screamed this the entire emergency room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What hospital are we? What town is this we're in? This would have been Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, what? Jackson Memorial Hospital or? Uh, this would have been the University Medical Center. Oh, okay, all right. And this is a uh, yeah. This is a, and she was not off put by this at all because this is a urban emergency room. You, right, they see all all manner of yeah, uh, yeah. of difficulties. <laughs> yes, so yeah, that was my ER confessional. Yeah, they, what she said to herself is, "What we have here, we have a serious case of an idiot." Yeah, <laughs> yes. Got a yeah. big idiot here. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Correct. Who's preventing yeah. me from getting to my lunch hour or whatever? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, what was what was their prescription? Lay, lay there. Uh, they put me on like an EKG to make sure I wasn't having a certain type of heartbeat that you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's basically just ah, you know, you'll be fine. Right. I think like I said it ever something they gave me nothing. Were you insured at the time? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I think there was some sort of insurance blowback because it was drug-induced. You know? <laughs> Legal drugs landed me in the hospital. <laughs> so there's some kind of coverage issue on that. It's on your permanent record. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm going to join you on the death panels. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, drug user. Now, no. did uh, um, did you have to go into John Heyman's office when you were applying for a job at CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball? <laughs> did he have to ask you expressly about your your drug and your drug induced trip to the emergency room? I was young and stupid still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he ask you who your supplier was? <laughs> Are we talking about the doctor? Well, no, no, John Heyman. Oh, uh, fever, feverish yeah. look in his eye. John Heyman's nothing but a gentleman. I know that he's good at getting uh, scoops out of people. I assume you'd have no problem with you. Uh, you know, I'm developing. Okay. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever? Have you ever observed someone crying, and instead of eliciting uh, from you um, sympathy, it elicited in your heart disgust when you saw this person crying? You were disgusted as opposed to sympathetic. I'm sure this has happened. Yes. Yeah. Probably, probably with toddlers or something. Yeah. That. Yeah. There was a kid. It, like, I remember there was a there's a big kid on my block. Who one time I saw I you know he was only a couple years older than me but he was a lot bigger than me, and I remember he used to, he was he was an easy crier. Oh yeah. And and he was but he sh- I was like you're a big kid you shouldn't cry you're bigger than everybody. Yeah. And he would cry. And even at that age, it was like five maybe or six. The way he cried, it just it something it irked something deep inside me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? I just he, the way he did it was grotesque. It was grotesque. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I can imagine it right now. His name was Chris. Yeah, I Chris. did not care for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, yeah. You ever? So, you ever? Has there ever been a time? Well, see, I feel like your wife is level-headed. There was that time when she well, – is she a crier? No. 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 Are you a crier, Dane? No, I – no. You just – you, you weep at the appropriate time? Yeah, probably the last time – probably when I had to put my dog down, I guess, was the last time I cried. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, come on. I think that's understandable. Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the sanctioned times when yeah. when men are allowed to cry. Yeah, dogs. Uh, yeah. Maybe children. Have you ever had to uh have you ever had to shoot a child because it had rabies? <laughs> <laughs> when I lived in Mississippi, I shot sixty seven people with rabies. <laughs> I was I got deputized for the sole purpose of shooting people with rabies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then it's not—it's not just—it's not full-blown rabies necessarily. Yeah. But it's you say, well, listen, I know, 
I know Dan had rabies, and I know you're friends with Dan. Right. You might have come into contact with Dan, so now we got to shoot you. And it's yeah. not yeah. – you're just doing it for the good of the public. It's sort of like, you know, you hear these, like, third world, third world villages where rumor gets out that one of them is a sorcerer or something, uh-huh. and they kill them. Yeah, it's kind of like that. They always kill the sorcerer. Actually, uh, my wife and I are going to uh, – we're attempting to – we're attempting to – have a, uh, experience all of New England in one evening. We're going to a local library where there will be a talk about the Salem witch trials. It sounds all right. Yeah, it sounds great. I think huh. it's delicious. And uh, that, well, that's a case where uh, I think predominantly women were uh, occasionally burned to death or crushed by rocks. Ducking stools. Oh, what's a ducking stool? Isn't that where they? Uh... I don't know, if it, was that a form of punishment, or is that where they s- would see if they would float or something like that? Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I want to say ducking stools had something to do with the Salem Witch Trials. Probably I, did. I could be wrong. I don't know if I ever told you, when we were in Mexico City, my wife and I went to the torture museum. That sounds pretty good. It was, uh, yeah, it was really good. The only reason we actually ended up going, because we had one free day, and it was the, it was the only museum, it was a Monday. It was the only museum open on the Monday. Okay. But um, there was one torture... That even rendered in like the form of a drawing uh, caused me almost to vomit in the museum, and it was the it was one where they would fillet people. <laughs> they would remove the skin delicately. Oh. It's just it's just horrifying. Yeah, that. And now, what was the uh, the offense? I don't know, but they were all in Italy. That's where all of them happened. They'd be like sometimes Spain, but definitely in Italy. Inquisition type stuff, or uh... yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Uh, but well, just, the, I think the thing that I found so terrifying and, and, gr- and gr- gruesome about it was the combination of the precision it would require to carefully remove the skin, right? Combined with the absolute lack of respect for for the the humanity of the person yes. who's undergoing it. It, that's that's what you have, and I think like that's the scary thing about you hear some of the like the, the terrifying conduct of, uh, uh, no, I mean not the not the con- not even the concentration camp part of of uh, you know the Nazi regime, oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> which is also horrifying. But in some cases, like the the, the way that they, you would use science as justification for killing people. Right. You know, like there were, you know, like millions of, or I don't know the exact figure, a lot, too many, I'm going to say too many, like mentally disabled people killed or sterile people killed or, you know, anyone who exhibited one flaw or another. And it was always on the, you know, but the appeal was not, the appeal was not to the fact that these people were gross or dangerous in some way. It was that scientifically they, it was the appeal to science that these people should not exist. And that's that's the scary part when you look to technology and science as justification for killing people. That's frightening. Sure. Because you have that that combination. He's like, well, you're using reason on the one hand, yeah. Um, but that should not be replacing for uh, whatever morality, I guess. Yeah. Dark. You said you said a lot of reasonable stuff, Stuart. <laughs> Nothing I can disagree with there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You ever right. go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. Oh, let me it, ask you. Uh, let me ask you one last, one last one. That's definitely the last one. <clears throat> um, I just I'm gonna. Oh no, two two quick things. Uh, one is a phrase. I want to ask you if you're if you enjoy this phrase. I saw an ad today online. It was an ad that was uh, purporting to aid the the observer, the reader, with some help in puppy training. Okay. Um, and the, the the thing was, it was this was going to help you. This was going to aid your dog in eliminating outside. Oh, yes. Now, I was wondering yeah. if you ever have eliminated outside, Dane. Uh, yeah, of course I have. Yeah. You have. Have I ever peed outside? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, to eliminate out to eliminate outside. That's that has to be the best way to phrase that. Sure. It's a great. Yeah. What do we call these things? Euphemism. It's a euphemism. Purge. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've eliminated outside any time recently? What is the most recent time you've eliminated outside? We went camping in the summer, probably then. Hmm. Eliminated, yeah, I voided my bladder. <laughs> Evacuated? Yes. <laughs> I like evacuating. This is a real emergency. You guys, you got to get out of there. We have to evacuate you. Um. It's in little farming to evacuate everyone. Did, has your doctor uh, ever eliminated in your into your ear hole to cure an infection? <laughs> Is it just me? I don't go to a dirty doctor like you. <laughs> All right. Um, oh yeah. The other thing was uh, finally uh, I've been working from a new text, a new Chorin text. Oh wow! The English title is "All Gaul Is Divided." Uh, and there are reasons why that's a good title, but it's not as good as the French title, which is Syllogisme de l'Amertume, which means Syllogisms of Bitterness. <laughs> Continues a strong work. I think you'll agree. Yeah, that, that, that's quite good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh. Syllogisms of Bitterness. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So. Um, here's one. Here's one you like. Very short. Um, here are his models of style. Models of style. He writes. The swear word, the telegram, the epitaph. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, I like that. Are those your? Would you say those? Are, those are the three models that you look to. It informs your work the best. Um, the swear word, the telegram, the epitaph. Yeah. Do you have an idea what your epitaph will be, Dane? No. No? I don't. Oh. Yeah. You better get started. Uh, that's not really my concern. Okay. You know, that's for everyone else to sort out. Yeah. What do I care? I'm out of there at that point. Okay. You don't care. Yeah, so I don't understand people worry about their legacy. You're not gonna know. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> oh yeah, you don't. You're not gonna know. What? Uh, where's another good one here? Yeah, I'm done. No, no, we have. Uh, really done. Like I don't even want to hear another five no. words or anything. No, we got to. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm about to hang up. No, I got got one more, one more, two more. I'm about here. to hang up. If you start, if you start reading something, I'm. Gonna <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, I'm done. <laughs> All right. There is another one in which he says... Yeah, uh, 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 uh. 
All right, Dane. Well, listen. Right. I don't. Uh, I mean, uh, in brief review, I don't no. think. Well, I don't think it was a classic episode. No, it was a terrible episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think it was terrible, but I don't think. It, I don't think it was classic either. Yeah, no, it's definitely not classic. Yeah, not classic. But uh, sometimes, what? Sometimes you hit the bar. Sometimes the bar hits you. Yeah. Right. Sure. So I got no more jokes. I got nothing else to say. You're done. Yeah. I'm You're like, out. I don't not even banter. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, let me say uh, thank you for participating, Dane. Yeah, that's fine. That has been Dane Perry. Uh, contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball. Mm-hmm. Trying to go about my day. I'm Carson. This is Tooley. This is Fangraphs Audio. Mm-hmm.